Welcome, welcome to the Unex Radio Show on Tune FM 106.9. I'm Nick. I'm Michael. And I'm Jennifer. And I'm a bit disturbed by the end of that song. Yeah, it was a bit weird, wasn't it? And your mic is not on. Uh, actually, yeah. I can't. Oh, there we yeah, go. Yeah, there we go. Uh, there's a, the, when they go to um, record audio for this. Oh, yeah. For the like rest of the week. Um, they swap it to the audio record channel, not the live on air channel. Ah. So, you know. <laughs> that helps, hey. Uh, that was only your mic, yes. That's oh, only yeah. my mic. Cool. They don't record multiple people at once. Or do they? Often. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so, what have you guys been up to this week? Um, work? I've been playing the new MechWarrior 5. Oh, yeah? Stompy, stompy, shooty, shooty. How is it? How is it? Okay, so it released with a few issues. Um, as games do. As games do. Um, like, in the lore of MechWarrior, you have, you know, a whole, like, tier list of weapons where, you know, baby, baby, you know, te- teeny, mm. tiny, terrible little laser, and then, you know, super goss railgun of doom. <laughs> um, very low on that tier list traditionally has been this item called the machine gun, which is just... A machine gun mm. compared to you know mega death lasers and cannons and all these other cool things except for the fact in day one um machine guns were insanely broken because they have like 600 round per minute um like firing rate and a, like a dps of 90 which was like four times the height the max of any of the other weapons oh. and um what was even more terrifying about them is that the only mechs that carry machine guns are the tiny little ones which move like four times faster than everyone else, <laughs> so they're impossible to shoot. <laughs> so, you know, you find yourself in this duel where, you know, you're facing off in the biggest mech in the game versus the smallest one in the game and you're losing. <laughs> it's like, no. Because it's just running around and machine gunning Running around you. in circles machine gunning you at, you know, insane DPS. <laughs> So they fixed that, which is nice. <laughs> um, but it like it's really solid. If you're a Mech Warrior fan, play it. If you're not a Mech Warrior fan, check it out. Probably get it on sale. If you're yeah. not a diehard fan, um, how much was it? Uh, fifty bucks, fifty sixty bucks. Okay, so it's not that expensive. Mm. It is on Epic, so ah. you do have to put up with that. So. Which isn't a, bad, yeah, yeah, not bad. All the people I'm playing with are from a dis, like a big group Discord, and um, I didn't have them on Steam anyway, so I didn't care. <laughs> Got Adam somewhere. Uh, yeah, forty nine ninety nine. I didn't spend that. I spent like more. Oh, <laughs> the. That's because it's in US dollars, so it would have been probably around sixty. Uh, I think I bought the digital deluxe as well. Oh, <laughs> okay, yeah, well, that doesn't that's help. Even more. It has a technical manual, and I needed it. <laughs> <laughs> is that how to play the game? No, that's just like what the mechs can do in the stompy stomps of them. Uh, Other games have had like full-blown tech manuals on how to play the game, like written in the lore of the universe. Oh, yeah. Like as in you're an actual mech pilot. That's Here's cool. how you do it. <laughs> that is cool. I love old game like instruction manuals because they're so well written. There's some heart put into them. They, you know. I, I miss the instruction manuals of games. Oh, that's so good. And then, like, all the art and stuff in them as well. I love, um, there's this, uh, Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis. Mm. It had DRM built into it that you had to have the instruction manual in order to, like, solve. Oh, yeah. So whenever you fired up the game, there was this, like, puzzle mm. that you had to do it in, like, 
and it covered over a loading screen, which was great. Yeah. So okay. while the game's loading in the background, you've got this puzzle to do. Yeah. And the only way to solve it without brute forcing it for like hours was um, like in the back of the instruction manual was a key for how to solve the puzzle. Oh, okay. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's a weird way to get around it, hey. <laughs> that's a cool way to get you around have to, it. <laughs> you have to have the physical copy of the uh, manual in order to play your game. What happened if you bought it secondhand and it didn't have the manual? Well, you're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you'll probably be able to find it online somewhere nowadays. Probably, yeah. Um, I, I think nowadays they probably don't care that much. I think there's just too much effort. And, you know, if people want to find a way, they will find a way to, mm. you know, mm. pirate games. Fair enough. So, well, it's like you get all these games where they spend huge amounts of money on DRM and then... Um, it gets cracked day, day, day. day one crack or something stupid like that. So, mm. woo. I mean, which games don't have that, to be honest? Fairly sure this one had a, a day one crack. <laughs> but it's pretty cool. Mm. I like it. It does have some issues. Um, there, to give you a bit of a thing, there's a weapon that's called a uh, short-range missile, SRM. Mm. Basically, it's unguided, very short range, but it packs a hell of a punch and you can shoot heaps of them if you've got upgraded ones. Yeah. Um, there are these vehicles in the game called SRM and LRM carriers. LRM are the long-range versions. Mm. Basically, they pack a butt-ton of them in a tiny little, like, easy-to-kill tank. Yeah. Um, except for the fact they're typically not a threat, Unless the game spawns it directly behind you and it can fire as soon as it spawns. Oh. So the game has some spawning in issues. Because oh. you'll be, you know, fighting fighting a mech or something like that. All of a sudden, SRM carrier shoots 20 of these rockets into your back and you're dead. <laughs> and it's like, no. It's like, where did that come from? <laughs> yeah, it feels bad. So a couple issues with it other than that. Mm. Also, oh, well, okay. One other thing. The mechs are feel really good most of the time, but it's built in Unreal Engine, and when they die, they ragdoll. <laughs> I'm gonna say ragdolling mechs looks weird. <laughs> I bet it does, hey. It's typically not such an issue, because typically they'll just fall over. Yeah. But if they fall, like, off of something, like off a cliff or something, and are bouncing down, yeah, they don't look right. <laughs> I mean, to me, they, I think they should seize up, and, you know. Yeah. But they go very floppy. <laughs> Just seeing this ragdolling mech going no! down a hill, just yeah. rolling. That would be something to see, hey? It, it's a thing, that's for sure. Might need a YouTube later on. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You know what you should talk about, Michael? You should talk about the co-op of it. Oh, yeah. Mm. So this is the first uh, MechWarrior game to have a co-op campaign. Yeah. Now, if you look at Reddit about this game, you're going to see a lot of people raging about it because that's what Reddit is. Yeah. Reddit for ragers. Um, and good memes, that too. Um, Sometimes. That's <laughs> <laughs> where I get all mine from. Mm. Um, but anyways, this game has co-op. Now, the AI is functional. It does the job, but it's not great. The game gets better uh, when you start throwing in human pilots instead. Yeah. And you start, you know, operating as a group of... I've played with two people. You can play it with, with up to four. Yeah. In a squad. And then it gets really, really good. It feels to me like um, the single-player campaign, like they built the structure for it, but it feels like it's more built for co-op because the AI isn't good enough to <laughs> replace a person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mainly because repairing your mech is expensive, 
and the AI tends to break their Macs. Oh. I saw this um, this great one where um, I shot out the chest, uh, shot out the reactor core in a Mac, and it was blowing up. They call it going critical. Yeah. It has this little, like, nuclear explosion. It goes... Mm. And this guy's like, oh, look, that mech's going critical, as he goes and stands on top of it looking at it, and it just <laughs> nukes in his face and kills him. It's like, you just cost me, like, a million dollars in repair bill, and Jeez. you're dead. <laughs> just because you decided to run out. Oh, look, it's blowing up. Guess I'm going to go look at it real close. <laughs> so Badasses don't look at explosions, and he was not a badass. <laughs> Question then. Mm. How does it stack up to Titanfall 2? Okay, so if your only experience with mech combat is Titanfall, yes, you are not, re- and you love Titanfall, I don't think you'll really like Mech Warrior because mm. Titanfall and Mech Warrior play like two very different games. Games, mainly because Mech Warrior is an like a really old IP based off of a tabletop game. Yeah, you know it's. Very clunky. You're, you know, you're driving a you know ninety ton metal behemoth. Yeah, and it's just you know stomping around. You've got independent control of your torso and your legs, so you'll be walking in one direction, facing another, and fighting and oh, stuff yeah. like that. Um, previous games had it so that um, if you had guns mounted in your arms, you could actually independently of your torso aim those arms as well. Oh, okay. So, say for instance, your chest has been really heavily damaged. Someone's off to your left that you need to shoot at. So you just tell your left arm, point that way. And shoot. And fire that left arm gun. Mm. You know, saves your torso from getting shot, basically. Yeah, fair enough. Doesn't have quite that much detail, but it's in Unreal Engine, which means people can mod it really easily. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they can do. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I'm keen. So is there any online on it other than the Um, follow-up? There's no online yet, but... Like I've said, because it's got co-op, you're certainly going to get mods which can do that. Yeah. Especially because the company which made it is also the company that runs MechWarrior Online. Oh, okay. So I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of the stuff from MechWarrior Online was like in the background of this one. Yeah. Like they were developing Yeah. That you know, they'd have code in it and stuff like that that they've just borrowed from MechWarrior Online because they've borrowed models and stuff. Yeah. Um... So I would not be surprised if there are mods one day to do, you know, eight-player, you know. Battle Royale. Battle Royale. <laughs> Mech Battle Royale. Then again, back in Mech Warrior 4, my favorite thing to do was Solaris, which was literally Mech Battle Royale. Oh. And it was so much fun because you had the different, like, tiers you'd play through. So first off, you'd, you know, join this little babby scrub. Mm. You were only allowed to play in the light tier. Very fast mechs with not a lot else. Yeah. <laughs> then you go medium, then you go heavy, then you go, to go assault, walking behemoths of death. <laughs> and then you get opens where you could pick from any of the classes and mm. play that. And the question was, do I want to go walking behemoth of death? And, you know, I can't dodge anything, so whatever gets shot at me hits me. Or a bit lighter, like with a medium or something like that, so I can, you know, not get shot so much. Yeah, run it, around. It was fun. So I really hope that somebody mods that in because that was really cool. Even if it is PvE, I don't care. It's really yeah. cool. Plus, you'd also have the commentator in the background just going mental. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was great. Or you'd have, um, like, someone would key into your your uh, radio sometimes, like, hey, you know, 
let's call it a truce. I don't shoot you. You don't shoot me until the end of the match or something like that. Mm. And, you know, if one if both of you survive, it's like, well, it's been, you know, it's been fun cheating with you, but uh, I guess I'll have to kill you now. And then you just turn around and headshot him. <laughs> like, Huzzah! You're dead. See who can portray who first. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, my my absolute favorite um, loadout was to go with this big mech with um, these things called plasma throwers. Mm. In MechWarrior, you get these things called flamers, which are flamethrowers. Yeah. No damage, but they heat up the enemy mech and make him shut down if you hit him for long enough. Yeah. Plasma throwers do a butt-ton of heat, but they also deal a butt-ton of damage. Yeah. So what I'd do was I'd, you know, walk up to somebody, hit them with the plasma throwers, which would instantly overheat them and shut them down and mm. almost overheat me. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, I'd vent coolant so I could, you know fire again and basically they'd be a sitting duck at that point so I can just you know yeah. blow off an arm or whatever needed to go on them and that was fun until you know I overheated or something like that like, no <laughs> just take another step back I know the earlier games had more in depth heat management and stuff yeah and I never used it but they had more in depth like electronic warfare as well yeah yes yeah. you know, Stealth, as stealthy as you can be in 90 tons of steel. Yeah. <laughs> Stomping around. Stomp, stomp, stomp. I think there's a mech around here. <laughs> no, I'm hidden in the bush. You can't see me. I'm Bushman. <laughs> I am Bushbot. No, 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 Bushbot. Yeah. You see, we joke about this, but there were actually stealth missions in Mech Warrior 4. Oh. You know, you're like stealthing through a city going to go and assassinate a dude, and it was always a pain in the ass because, you know, they mech. had hordes of people. You're in a mech. Mm. <laughs> it's not stealthy, and you had to assassinate a guy and like leave. Yeah, but you had to hit man him. Yeah, you'd had to. You know, you you take him out, and then all of a sudden, like eight mechs would turn and say, "Hmm, time for you to die." <laughs> I never really got out with much mech. <laughs> like <laughs> left. Well, that's the thing. You just like run as fast as you can. Hey, totally shoot your leg off, and you're limping. <laughs> can you even move if you have one leg? In the old Mech Warriors, it was like a 50% max speed oh. debuff if you lost a leg. In this one, um, the way it works is is you take off a leg, they lose like 50% of their top speed, but then that ramps back up to like 75%. So okay. they, they like, you know, I guess the idea is the gyros try learn to compensate and then just, you know. Keep but it doesn't going. have a limping animation. Like the limping animation works when it's at 50% speed, but not when it's at 75% speed. Oh, okay. Which is sad. <laughs> yeah. So I'd love it if there was a limping animation that stuck through because mm. that would make sense. And it yeah. makes it really hard to tell, you know, when you're in a big hulking mech doing 20 and a, you know, there's this thing running around you in circles, you can't tell if it's going 75% slow or if it was already doing 150. Yeah. It's like, please just stop. I can't hit you. <laughs> It's just like, oh, no. Mm. And speaking of just stopping, <laughs> we should have a music break. Yes. You've been listening to Tune FM 106.9 and the Unix Radio Show, and we will be back shortly. Ugh, flipping the idiot. Tune FM. Take a seat. Right over there, sat on the stairs, stay or leave. The cabinets are bare and I'm unaware of just how we got into this mess. Got so aggressive. I know we meant all good intentions. So pull me closer. Why don't you pull me close? Why don't you come on over? I can't just let you go. Oh, baby. Why don't you? 
Welcome back to the Unex Radio Show on Tune FM 106.9, and we are horribly, horribly Completely unprepared. distracted by Baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, we were. Worth it, though. There's Baby been... Yoda is always worth it. Yeah, there's been a, uh, a... If you play The Sims, there's been a patch for it, and he's um, uh, in the hidden patch notes. Oh, okay. Not actually in the patch notes at all. And um, you can actually get him and put him. Apparently, I think from what they're reading the article, he's actually a little statue. Mm. Not a, you know, sim. But oh. that'd be great if he was. <laughs> it's just like, oh. He's just, you know, using the force on people randomly. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Jeez. So have you managed to find stuff for Steam Awards? Yeah, so what happened, I can't remember exactly what day. I think it might have been like, sat, like there... America's Saturday, our Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, the Game Awards happened. Yes. So I don't know exactly who runs them and stuff, but, like, this is, like, a whole award show. Um, I think it's by people, like, people vote for mm. it. Like, it's um because I'm on the website now and it's just, like, sign in to vote. So it's just, like, hmm, I think that, like, just normal people can vote for it. Yeah, yeah. And there's a butt-ton of categories, so I'm only going to say a couple of, like, not all of them, but, like, you know, the major ones. No, <laughs> otherwise we're going to be doing this for the rest of the show. Aw. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's like content. Nice. Um, so the major one, Game of the Year, it it was, um. so how many are there? Six? Six titles were nominated. Control, which is that um, new... I've been seeing, like, footage of that, and that looks really cool. Yeah, it's like the, you control gravity and stuff mm. and like that. People shoot rockets at you, and you catch it out of the air and yeet it back <laughs> at them saying, nope. Yeah. Nope. So it was <laughs> that, Death Stranding, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, uh, Resident Evil 2, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Of course. Yeah. And The Outer Worlds. To be fair, being nominated for Game of the Year, being this late in the year, Outer Worlds really did well there. Mm. Especially, you know, it shows that Obsidian can really, you know, pull it out of the bag. Mm. Well, I'm happy because Sekiro won. Mm -hmm. It did? Yeah, Sekiro got uh, Game of the Year. So I'm just like, yes! Nice. You know what you're not going to say yes to, though? What? For the best ongoing game, the... Oh, wait, uh, let me go down. <laughs> for best ongoing game, the no- the nominations were Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege, Final Fantasy fourteen, mm. Destiny two, Apex Legends, and the winner, Fortnite. Yay! Oh yeah, I think I did see that. Hey, I mean, that's just also, disappointing. Not really, you know. <laughs> also, I mean, this is just for you guys. Mm. Dave said Fortnite was cool. Bad Dave. <laughs> Dave is like the one of the founding members of the Game Society. He said Fortnite was cool. Oh God! We're going to have to deco- um, Dave, excommun- how could you? We're excommunicating him from the Game Society. <laughs> <laughs> so I just found best family game. Right? They are all Mario titles. What? Oh my Sorry. Gosh. Other than Wii Fit Adventure, they're no, all not Wii Fit. That's Ring Fit. Ring that's, Fit that's, that's the ring. That's the that's ring the thing for the Switch. <laughs> yeah. So you got that Super Mario Maker 2, Luigi's Mansion 3, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and Yoshi's Crafted World. What? Even, what, what? What's that? <laughs> it's like a Mario 
game, but with Yoshi's. Sure. That's not Mario, that's Yoshi. Yeah, that's why it's Yoshi's Crafted World, not Mario's Yoshi's Crafted World. Yeah, fair enough. And the winner was Luigi's Mansion 3. Yeah, Luigi's so, Mansion 3. It's like, cool. yay! I do like the... Um, uh, where was it? Oh, there we go. Best VR AR game. Uh, Trover Saves the Universe, No Man's Sky, Blood and Truth, Asgard's Wrath, which is actually really cool. Asgard's Wrath is very cool. And Beat Saber. Beat Saber <laughs> won because Beat Saber. <laughs> because Beat Saber, yeah. Beat Saber beats everyone. <sighs> um, I mean, De- Beat Saber is like the ultimate VR game at the moment. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, best game direction went to Death Stranding. Mm-hmm. Awarded for Outstanding Creative Vision and Innovative in game direction and design. I don't think anything would top Death Stranding in that category. <laughs> innovative hey. and weird. Yeah. <laughs> Though Control was on it as well, so... Yeah. You know. Actually, it had, like, basically in t- the entire Game of the Year nominees, except <laughs> Smash. Nice. <laughs> I like the best independent game. It's got Disco Elysium, Outer, Wi- Outer Wilds, Katana Zero, and Untitled Goose Game. Did the Untitled Goose Game win? No. No. <laughs> Disco Elysium won. And now I'm sad. No, yeah, I'm sad. I'm because sad too. Goose Game did not win. <laughs> goose Game. Doesn't matter. The goose will go and get it anyways. <laughs> That'd be funny, actually, if the next if um, Untitled Goose Game 2 was him just going through offices to find a trophy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get it. I feel like that would be the DLC. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Okay, so I've just found best multiplayer game. The nominees are Borderlands 3, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, uh, Apex Legends, Tetris 99, and Tom Clancy's <laughs> The Division Tetris, 2. Though. Which do you think won? I mean, probably not the one that I want to win it. <laughs> I'm going to say probably Call of Duty. But Michael? I'm on- I'm not going to admit the fact that I just closed the window and cannot remember what it was. <laughs> Apex Legends won. Nice. So I was like, oh, okay. Hmm. And yeah, so there's so many categories. Uh, I just saw ongoing game. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so it's 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 cool. All the surf stuff. Yeah. And the the Steam Awards are a thing as well, aren't they? Yeah. <gasps> Crash Team Racing Nitro Kart won Best Sports Slash Racing Game. Hey. And why are they in the same category? Nice. <laughs> why? Because yeah. they can be, basically. Well, in saying that, it's the nominees are FIFA 20, F1 2019, European Pro Evolution Soccer 2020, and Dirt Rally 2.0. Mm. So... I don't think it had very... Uh, Much competition. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, let's have a look at the Steam Awards now, because, yeah, there's all sorts of award stuff. Now, <clears throat> uh, Steam has a bunch of different categories as well. They've got Better With Friends, Most Innovative Gameplay, Outstanding Story Rich Game, Outstanding Visual Style, and Best Game You Suck At. Because <laughs> they're Steam, so they can be silly. Uh, what's the best game that we suck at? It is Mordhau, Code Vein, Hunt, Remnant from the Ashes, and Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah. That was sort of like a game that went under the radar, isn't it? What? 
a new Mortal Kombat. Which, 11. Mm. Isn't it new? No, that's like halfway through the year. I think early in the year it came out. Yeah, that's relatively new. Yeah, but it didn't go under the radar. Really? Yeah, a lot of people picked it up and played it and stuff. Mm. It's on Stadia. Okay. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) There's something on Stadia. Yeah. So, you know, it's not exactly under the radar. But do they have winners there? Or um, I don't think they've announced winners yet. They announced them later on in December, I believe. <clears throat> oh, okay. Those are the nominees. So, you know. See, my problem with that was that the, um, when I looked at it, I'm like, yeah, I haven't really bought any uh, games on Steam recently. <laughs> so uh, nothing is eligible for this apart from Destiny 2, which is technically not a new game. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Steam. Hey. Yeah. Good old Destiny. Hmm. No, legitimately, yeah. I could nominate it for all of those awards because to them it was new. Oh. Yeah, that's right, because it's um only got on there in like the last couple of months, hey. Yeah, it's only it's gotta be this year releases, or except for I think two categories. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I've been playing it for a while now. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it, it, Yeah, this whole transfer to Steam thing was a thing. Yeah. You see, the thing is, if this had the same awards were on Epic, I would be able to, you know, fill up real quick because I've got a lot of games <laughs> on Epic. Yeah, Jen's um, Epic library and stuff that she actively plays is a lot bigger on Epic than it is on Steam. Mm. So that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. If Epic wants to give me free stuff. I mean, yeah, <laughs> and, sure. And if it's good stuff, too, to be fair. Cannot argue with good free stuff. I know, right? Mm. I mean, there's a reason to go back to it, hey? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's all right. they want to really do. Yeah. In fact, um, talking about good free stuff, I've got Discord Nitro recently. Yeah. And with that, it gives you a couple months of uh, Game Pass, uh, Microsoft Game Pass. Yeah. And there's some good games on this as well. Oh, yeah. You've got Slay the Spire is cool. Um, Space Hulk Tactics I've played before, and it's kind of cool. Subnautica is very good. Mm. That, that's an that's a, uh, artwork in, in itself. I need to finish that game, hey. Subnautica is pretty, but when I picked it up, I just kind of... I've gotten very it. confused by the map. The amount of times that I go around in circles and then get confused and then angry at myself because mm. I'm going around in circles yep. yeah. is not funny. Fair enough. Um, and then you've got Age of Wonders Planetfall, which is pretty cool. You remember how I was talking to you about um, Dire Penguins? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is the you know the next game in that sort of thing. I missed out on the Dire Penguins. Yeah, I'll have to get you your Dire Penguins someday. <laughs> it's got Battlefleet Gothic Armada. Oh. Not Armada 2, but uh, the first, one. first one. Then it's got Bridge Constructor Portal, which I, I need to pick that up because that's actually kind of fun. Oh, is that the one how it's like... It's um, a bridge constructor with portals. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Polybridge, but with portals. Yes. Just add portals. Add equals portals. fun. It works. That's another game that I really got stuck on, Polybridge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a very good engineer. I found that out. <laughs> Uh, um, Dirt Rally 2. Oh, yeah. Is, you know, that's quite a solid, uh, you know, sim. 
Dishonored 2 is pretty good as well. Mm. Recommend Dishonored 1 first, but, you know, it's there. Everspace is interesting. I couldn't really get into it, but yeah. it's cool. Uh, then it's got a bunch of the Gears of War games and um, Hearts of Iron, a bunch of Halo. Actually, it's got the Master Chief Collection. I haven't picked mm. up Reach yet, but I need to. And then um, I, what I believe to be the uh, king of them all, Goat Simulator. <laughs> Good old Goat Simulator. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I'm not even going to meddle, uh, mention Full Metal Furries. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Full... Is it Furies? I, I, I don't know. It, it looks like... I'm, I'm going to call it Full Metal Furries. I don't care. <laughs> oh, I think it's God. supposed to be Furies, but that's just what I've got in my head right now. So there. You've, you've named your game wrong. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> Because that would be a weird game. <laughs> I sure hope that's not the game. Mm. But yeah, and on that bombshell, I think that we're going to go to a music break. So mm-hmm. this has been the Unix Radio Show on Tune FM on 106.9. And we will be back. Wish 
106.9 Tune FM Student Powered Radio. Welcome back to the Unix Radio Show on Tune FM 106.9. And guys, I'm going to tell you something. Are you going to really tell us something? I'm going to tell you something. Yeah? I was at work today. I had a guy come in who wanted to buy, who apparently his kid wanted a smartwatch, so he was going to get an Apple Watch because she's got an Apple phone. Mm. And then he saw that Apple Watches were $700, so I sold him a Fitbit for like 120 <laughs> something instead. Yeah, fair. Or however much it was. And um, I came to the realization of something. Yeah. Apple's really good at selling other people's products. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> For example, the new Mac Pro, the new cheese grater. Yes. All right. Now, you can spend the base model costs 9999 Australian dollars. The base model. Mhm. Okay, now, what's in the base model? I have I don't know cuz I'm still at the front I'm still at the first page where you get to choose the vertical one or for uh, for the low, low price of ten thousand seven hundred and forty-nine Australian dollars, they take your vertical case and put it on its side. 
magic. <laughs> you mean they literally just turn the case? They rotate it 90 degrees, yes. <laughs> and you pay how much more? Oh. An extra 700 An bucks. extra, like, $800, yeah. To lay the case on its side. Yes. What? Yes. <laughs> That's an expensive, you know, tipping your computer. However, they haven't quite developed the technology to rotate something 90 degrees, so it's only coming soon. It's not available yet. Oh, okay. Do you have any idea how difficult it is to rotate 90 degrees? All right. <laughs> Lies down. <laughs> All right. So with your Mac Pro for $10,000, you're getting yourself an 8-core Xeon Intel W processor. which 8-core. 8-core which runs at 3.5 gigahertz. You're getting yourself 32 gigabytes of DDR4 ECC RAM. Mm. Now, by the way, um, a guy found, um, bought this case, bought this machine, took it apart, found the part number for this RAM, and discovered it is the cheapest RAM the manufacturer <laughs> makes with a, um, a latency of 22 or something like that. Yeah. It's actual crap. <laughs> Jeez. Um, Just to tell people, a latency of 22 is pretty bad. Yes, it's like, terrible. Good kits can be like 15, and mm. you can get it even down to like 11. And lower is better. Yes. <laughs> uh, you get a Radeon Pro 58, uh, 580X with 8 gigabytes of GDDR5. Now, I'm just going to have to compare, because that sounds like very similar. It has an X on the end to Jennifer's. No, because mine's an RX 580. Uh, yeah, I guess, okay. Um, it comes with 256 gigs of premium SSD storage. Y oh. You're paying 10 grand for 250 gigs. Wait, is that all the storage on it? All the storage on it. It also comes with their mouse and keyboard, but, you know, pfft. Now, I mean, that... You Talking about Apple here, so they're lucky to get the mouse and keyboard, all right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, you can upgrade it. It has um, five SKUs, all right? Now, the most expensive of which bumps its price up by $11,200. And that is only the CPU. That's oh. upgrading from a eight-core ZNW to a 28-core Xeon W. Because I was going to say, an 8-core processor, you can just get a 9900K. Yeah. And that's a 8-core processor that's 5 gigahertz instead of 3.5. For 10... You can build yourself the best PC on the market for less than 10 grand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you could be chucking in, you know, your RTX 2080 Ti. <laughs> in SLI. Mm. And have the best CPU and, like, heaps good RAM and do a full custom water loop. Can I tell you something else as well? Yes. That by Getting that CPU added to your system adds $11,000. The first website I Googled I've brought up to look at that website costs... $4,500. Oh. They've doubled its price. Nearly to triple. It. Near, yeah. Not triple. Nearly. Yeah. True. To, you know, add that. So let's add that to our system. Next, we get to choose the RAM. Oh. Mm. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> You're right there. 
All right, now you get eight SKUs of RAM, okay? Yeah. You can get from 32 gigs of four times eight gig sticks to 12 gig, uh, 12 128 gig sticks. So you can get 1.5 terabytes of RAM in this thing mm. for a lovely premium of $40,000. What? Um, question. Mm-hmm. Um, who's using one and a half terabytes of RAM? That's content creators, isn't it? Yeah, rendering. Yeah, yeah rendering. If you want to basically do anything else with your PC. Mm. Now, if you want your graphics card, you come with a Radeon Pro uh, 580X with 8 gigs. You're actually going to have to give us a reference of where that actually sits on, you know, yeah. cards. Because <laughs> none of us actually know the AMD graphics uh, 580X. Let me just check it out. Um... Yeah, we're all like NVIDIA shills here, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's terrible of us, isn't it? Yeah. Let me find a website that will totally help uh, Radeon. It's <laughs> um, What is it? Graphics card compare or something? Mm. I think there's a graphics card compare thing. Just compare it to like a uh, 2080 Ti or something. Yeah. It's not even like coming up, <laughs> the graphics card. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, now we go with a uh, 20, yeah, well, 2080. Just a stock RTX 2080. All right. All right. Now, the... Well, the thing is, though, it had GDDR5 instead of 6. Mm. Makes me think that it's, like, on the same level as a 10 series card. Well, this benchmarking place doesn't have any benchmarks for it, so that's fine. <laughs> I think it doesn't exist. Nothing. Maybe wrong it's a new with this thing. At all. Ah, it could be. To be fair, um, let me see. Five eighty X. No, they're all Radeon RXs. That must be a like spe- special for them. Oh, okay. Which is sad. Can you Google it and be like, you know? Hmm. What is the power of the new Apple machine? <laughs> Plus. No, what is a Radeon 580X or whatever it is? Mm. Can How we compare it to something else? The... <laughs> no, no, we can't. How <laughs> dare we try? How dare we try to uh, uncover Apple's lies? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yes, the worst RAM they could find. <laughs> yeah. A processor that they're tra- charging triple for because they're getting rid of the other processor. Well, apparently the reviews are temporarily un- unavailable, probably because Apple's just suing everyone for saying that they're bad. <laughs> um, but regardless, you don't need to stay with whatever that is. Yeah. Because, you know, we're content creators. We don't care about what's in our parts. We just pick the most expensive one. In this case, our most expensive one is two Radeon Pro Vega 2 Duos with. 32 gigs of HBM2. I don't even know what that one is. I've never heard of that. Memory each for a cool $17,280. They're also adding two more SKUs as well, but um, they aren't available yet. Mm. Now, because 256 gigs, if you're a content creator, is actually terrible. Like, that's the one thing that is terrible about this. You You want to bump it up to four terabytes of SSD storage for the reasonable price of 2,240 gigs. They haven't released the eight terabyte version yet. <laughs> yet. You have uh what is it? 
the Apple Afterburner card, whatever that is. I think it helps with the video encoding and stuff. It is a PCIe accelerator card that offloads the decoding of ProRes and ProRes RAW video codecs. Uh, sure. I, I think it helps with... Um, it costs $3,000, so we're taking it. I think it's like helping Mac, the, you know, the Mac editing software. I think it's mm. Final Cut Pro. Yeah, yeah. I think it helps with their encoding stuff. And we're also going to pay $640 to add wheels to the case. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, you, you can go to Bunnings and pay like 10 bucks to get them, <laughs> but no, we're getting the premium wheels. And to get your uh, Magic Mouse and trackpad, we're going to spend an extra $200. We're going to get a copy of Final Cut Pro and Logic Pro. And uh, this PC will cost you 85,597 Australian dollars. You're dropping almost $100,000 on the PC. Oh. Before shipping. <laughs> <laughs> shipping should be free at that point. At that price point, yeah. Oh, I yeah. Oh, wait. Free. I hit continue. I forgot. We've got to get a monitor. Oh. We're going to get the nice one for 10 grand. We're going to get the pro stand for. Um, sixteen ninety nine. We're gonna get um, the stand by itself costs sixteen ninety nine. Yes, which you can build a computer with. And we're gonna get a the mount adapter. With. This now That's costs what us what our um, non fleshy VR machine cost. Yeah, mm. That's the decent machine. Yeah, yeah. This costs us. Um, $97,644 just to get a com uh, the computer. You can add a bunch of different things like, um, oh, there you go. That you can get, get accidental coverage for your Mac and separate accidental coverage for your monitor. Really? Yep. The Mac, the coverage for your Mac is $399. The for your display is $699. So we're going to get both. So it's $1,000. $1,100 to get accidental damage mm -hmm. protection. Yep. I mean... Also known as warranty. <laughs> and if yeah. you want to back up stuff, you can get a, um external raid kit, which is basically a box full of hard drives for uh, four grand. Um... Oh, you can get um, new, you can get additional internal drive enclosures. And no PC would be um, complete without the Apple AirPods, which actually come with free engraving. Oh, yay. I know, right? Is that before or after you put your case on it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. So, um, this is this is ridiculous. There we go. I've managed to bump it up to $103,337 before shipping. You're spending over a hundred grand on a PC. Yep. You could still buy a house for a hundred grand. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you'll I mean, be looking, but you can still find a house for a hundred grand. It wouldn't be a very good Oh, shipping's good free. House. There we go. Shipping is free. Yeah. If they <laughs> charged you for shipping... <laughs> Just be the icing on the cake, wouldn't it? Ooh. Then again, the shipping comes in, in with the RAM because the RAM you're buying is a $300 kit that they're selling for $14,000. Hmm. <laughs> I should be able to pack some shipping money in there. 
Jeez. How do they get away with selling these products so upmarked that it's not funny? Honestly, I don't know because the amount of customers that you see come in and they say, okay, I want this product. It's like, all right, we have Apple. Like, oh, God, Apple's like $800. We have this, which is $200. They'll always go for the other one. So it's. I think it's because people equate higher price with higher quality, mm. which is not necessarily true. Yeah. I wonder if this is the only reason that um, AMD and things like that are supporting their um, dual graphics card systems is because Apple was the only people who freaking use it. Ugh. Oh, it hurts. It hurts so bad. <sighs> and on that soul-crushing note... <laughs> Wait, one sec, one sec. I tried... I was on the uh, iPad just trying to find where the calculator was. Mm. I couldn't find the calculator on the iPad, well, so I'm using my phone. Sad. So, 300, oh, sorry, no, wait, let's go back. 14,000 divided by 300, it's a 46.6 times increase in the price. Yes. So, you're basically paying 50-fold yes. for that RAM. Yes. 50-fold. Yes. For what it's worth. Mm-hmm. Like I said, you know, the base 10 grand, you could probably build yourself the best computer on the market. But it has free shipping. <laughs> <laughs> free shipping. <laughs> Buy a stuff, please. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, now we can go to a music break. Yay. I just wanted to add that little tidbit. Hmm. So this has been the Unix Radio Show on Tune FM 106.9. And we'll be back shortly. the sun go ahead keep your distance from me soon you're gonna come when you flick your hair like you don't care and you're asking where i'm from that game that you're running baby you've already won i need to know Tonight, you can be cool, you can be shy. Say what you want, say what you like. Cause your body talks, your body talks, your body talks. You can be dead, you don't wanna know. But I mean, the signs of your head to your toes. Yeah, you don't need to say your words. Cause 
Back to the ANX radio show on Tune FM 106.9. And we're back. Yay. And you, in the break, you found something, haven't you, Michael? Yes. There's a game that I'm trying to work out how to get. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so it's a it's a game which had such high demand that Google started charging him for downloads and stuff like that. So oh. he couldn't afford to do it because they were charging him way too much for it. Yeah. Um, and so far, the only way to get it if you're a normal normal scrub, is through torrents, and um, I never have any luck with torrents. It's just like not working. So, um, basically, what it is, 
is um, a- it's called AI Dungeon 2. All right. Makes me think of where's number one. Number one is like a tech demo for two. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, basically, what this is, is it's an old school um, text adventure game where you, you know, type in the text and it spits out, you know, whatever happens. Yeah. The th- different thing about this one is that the text is not pre-written. It's actually written as you go through it by an AI. Yeah. Which has got a bunch of, you know, it takes like an entire website's worth of short stories and all these other things like that and turns it into a, an adventure game. Yeah. Which is, I think, pretty cool. So, you know, that's neat. Mm. And you were looking at, like, different stories that were on there. Hmm. Oh, it's very interesting that some of the stuff that it can... Spit out. Spit out at you. It's like, oh, you know, I type in become Batman. It's like, I am Batman now. <laughs> <laughs> you are Batman. You saved the world. It's like, yay! Woohoo! Um, then you get all these different things like that. It's like, oh, you know, you're this... Um, you're a dude. In a, you're a peasant. I want to join the clergy. You join the clergy. You're now a priest. You know, you're doing all this stuff. I pray to God for magic powers. You you know, um, you now have magic powers, but you don't really believe in anything anymore because you've got magic powers and can, you know, do, do whatever. Ma- <laughs> do magic. Mm. <laughs> and then he winds up, um, like, um trying to pray to all the gods and none of them want to pay attention to him except Satan. So he hails Satan and then like has this massive thing. And then he eventually tries to kill Satan and starts ruling the world. So, <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> From a simple peasant to ruling the world yes. with an iron claw. Yes. Jeez. Mm. That's called escalation boys. <laughs> yeah. I went from zero to a hundred real quick. I wonder how, like, how the AI is built in escalation type thing. Mm. Should it, does it try and ramp it up as fast as possible by giving, like, the most absurd thing? Or does it, like, try and take it, like, one step at a time? I'm not sure because it seems to be different depending on... What you put in. Yeah. You know, so it, I guess it depends. Plus the AI can do whatever it wants. AI... Do your own thing. Yeah. Just don't take over the world. <laughs> Skynet Be- Become Skynet. I have now become Skynet. <laughs> I want to see what happens when it does that. It's probably just like, I don't know what Skynet is. Hmm. How, this is not in my programming. Nice. It's like, good. <laughs> <laughs> right. Going to have some great stuff now. Mm. But it's, yeah, it's just funny how um, how good things like that can be nowadays Mm. I mean it's a text adventure that's such an old genre of game but it's such a neat little way of tweaking it I guess yeah bringing some life into an old thing yeah which is cool I mean the thing about old things was that you know graphics aside and everything content wise (laughs) oh yeah old games were a lot better with content I reckon hmm like so much more like more story and stuff like that don't get me wrong there are games nowadays that have good story and stuff like that but with the way that games are like you know being rushed out way too quick yeah 
you just don't have the quality. Yeah, that's why I'm glad that um, like um, CD Projekt Red are taking their time with um, <sighs> Cyberpunk. Yeah, like it's been a while since um, Bethesda's done Skyrim, and mm. they're taking their time. Uh, not Skyrim. Um, whatever the new one's called, Valenwood, I think. Yeah, they're taking the time with that. Plus, they didn't take the time with Fallout 76 and all of that. (laughs) Oh, actually, you just reminded me, there is actually more Fallout 76 news. There is? For this week, yes. Uh, They released another patch that that has, again, broken the game. So basically, one of the patch, uh, one of the things that started happening was that when people reloaded their weapon, their armor was reduced. What? So like, there was a video of a <laughs> guy. <laughs> there was a video of this guy. He he goes into his thing, his inventory, sees that he has like five hundred and fifteen armor or something like that. Goes fires a couple of shots from his gun, reloads it, goes back in. He then has. 414 or something like that armor. And it's just like, um, what? <laughs> Bethesda, how? It's just like, how has this happened? And then there was also something wrong with the weapons. Like, I think weapon damage was busted as well on it. Bethesda can't put a foot right with that game. <laughs> I know, it's really kind of weird how much they just can't do, do it, it right. Like, the thing is, is that they also have Elder Scrolls Online, right, which is a multiplayer Elder Scrolls game, right? Hmm. The people that worked that are working on that did not talk to the, say, to the people working on Fallout 76 whatsoever. Hmm. Well, I guess that's Bethesda's fault. <laughs> yeah, it's just like... The, the team behind Fallout 76 didn't ask the people that are kind of running a successful game, MMO, about how to make a good, successful MMO. Yeah. <laughs> Bit terrible now, isn't it? It's just like, ah! Why do you do this? <laughs> Have they actually done anything for that game that's actually made it better? No. No, the, the people were asking for things, and then they're like, okay, yeah, we'll give them to you, but you have to pay us. Hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Everything's now behind a paywall, because Fallout 76. Yay. That didn't even work properly. Like, they were supposed to be private servers, right? Mm. And there were people reporting that in their new, fresh, private server, there was already dead NPCs and looted areas. Hmm. And it's just like, um, what? Good job, Bethesda. We're very proud of you for breaking it more. Yeah, they <laughs> you did it. Yay. They couldn't even reset a server properly when it was set as private and new. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is terrible. Uh, like Server management skills are on point right there. <laughs> yeah, it's just... <laughs> ooh. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, it hasn't been doing all too well. To say the least of it. Even though the game itself actually, like, the things in the game kind of look cool. Like, all the different enemies and stuff kind of looks cool. Yeah, no. 
it just looks cool from the outside. Yeah. <coughs> That's sometimes how things are, isn't it? Yeah, but then again, um, I just thought about it. It's probably modded into Fallout, um, Fallout 4, hey? Yeah. Probably put those things in Fallout 4. Wouldn't be surprised. Mm. Yeah, but you see, the thing is, the difference is, is that you have modders who know what they're doing, and then you have Bethesda who just give the models a platform to work with. Yeah. <sighs> what are you doing, with Bethesda? <laughs> I reckon they just got all of their talent elsewhere. <laughs> they're all oh, just, no. They're all, all of our talent went over to Obsidian. This is our problem. <laughs> Obsidian sniped everyone. It's not us. <laughs> We're was, actually capable of making a game. I, I was thinking more like uh, Elder Scrolls Six, but, you know. Hmm. Yeah, but, I mean, you would have thought they would have wanted to make the, you know, next thing in the Fallout series, you know, actually work. Yeah, you would think that, hey. <laughs> Mm, funny that, yeah. But apparently not. <laughs> uh, gosh. But, yeah. So, yeah, the game's not doing too well. Yeah, funny that. Anyway, on other news, on top of the um, Video Game Awards, another thing happened last week. Uh, the new Xbox Project Scarlet has got its official naming. It's yes. called... What, the Xbox Series X to, like, be the um, the higher end of the um, things. There are also rumours that there's going to be a Series S, which is going to be the more, uh, not downclocked, but, mainstream? like... Mainstream? <laughs> like, not pro version of mm. the console. Which makes me also think that if it's called series x is that it's no not really going to be going along with the whole console structure all too much no that's for sure probably not because like it might be like oh this is now the mods that you can put with your series x Hmm. type thing like you can like you know if let's destroy the console concept of consoles yeah no they are like definitely um, I, I can't remember where I saw it or what exactly it said, but um, that was something like saying that Xbox has kind of embraced that it's the Xbox is like a little mini PC. It's no, not yeah, that's kind of looks like what it is, isn't it? Yeah, it it. I don't think they're really trying to market it much as a console, more as like a little mini PC. Hmm. So, you know, they kind of publicly said it now. <laughs> Yeah. And instead of it being like a horizontal thin box, it's now a vertical thick box. Yeah. So, yeah, they've changed it up a little bit. They know how to change something 90 degrees. Yeah. (laughs) Then again, I wonder how much they're going to charge for it. Oh, probably (laughs) not all too much. Probably like 500 bucks, 600 bucks. Mm. Like the... um, Xbox One X is at the moment. You know, something called a reasonable price. <laughs> yes. Hmm. Yeah. I, I just hope... Uh, they're also looking at... Uh, they say that it's going to have, like, SSD storage on it now, which is a lot better than the spinning hard drives that have been in the last couple of... Um, con- like, the current consoles. 
So that's going to be a positive. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> and also, like, a lot um, easier to put in because think of a chunky hard drive compared to, like, a slim M.2 drive. Yeah. Which is, like, you know, basically the size of a stick of gum. Yeah. Type thing. Oh, well, you know, just times four. Hmm. <laughs> that's for sure. So, yeah, that'll be good. Good for consoles. Okay. And we'll see what happens with it. And also, um, the the PlayStation 5, you know how it looks like it does? Yeah. That's probably not going to be the way that it stays, hey? It's sort of become a meme, hasn't it? Yeah. I haven't actually seen what the really? PS5 is supposed to look like. Oh, well, oh, let me, let the me dev f- kit looks weird. Let me let me find you a photo of the of the PS5. That just sounds weird to say. PS5. PS5. Why? Because PS4 sounds so good, but now it's PS5. Mm. <laughs> well, there was also the PS3. So. Yeah, that was a thing, remember? Yeah, remember how like every Remember how uh, Sony actually has in, like easy to understand marketing? Hmm. I mean, PlayStation here 5. Here you go, Jen. This is what it looks like. It looks like a, 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 thing. a thing. Please just Google it. I can't describe what this thing looks like, but it's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. So people say. It likes a weird you with, you know. Now yeah. it looks like it's the perfect shape to put a slice of pizza in. No. So I was watching a Gamers Nexus um, video the other day, and they were saying that it it's probably looks like that because it's supposed to be in, like, warehouses and stuff where they're all, like, stacked on top of each other. So if it des- looks like that for that particular purpose, like, all the um, – all the – they fit perfectly on top of each other because of the way that their legs are and stuff and little cutouts on the top. And then if you have the cooling solution like that... Then their cooling isn't going to be obstructed by it. Yeah, so that's probably are, why Are you saying like that. that people are going to be building servers at a PlayStation's <laughs> neck? <laughs> Is this is this the new um, is this the new thing? It's like oh you know look at Microsoft building Xboxes and having you know dedicated servers. What we built is that if you just stack them on top of each other, they become a server. <laughs> no, I think it's just for that particular purpose, hmm. so that they can be like you know run while in a in a warehouse somewhere sure. for like um, probably like voltage and temperature type tests. See, I thought with tests, you you know, for quality assurance and stuff like that, you tested them like they're out in the real world. I ain't <laughs> seen anyone piling up. Oh, you know, I've got 12 kids. Guess I'll get each one of them a PlayStation 5 and pile them on top of each other. <laughs> well, I mean, like... Well, the if, point if, of test is to actually test it to extremes so that, you I'm know, also going to buy each one world. an 85-inch TV. <laughs> well, I mean, like, testing how many, like, um, reads and writes that the memory can use do or like you know testing how much the disc tray or whatever it is can like spin around and I thought, stuff I th- without breaking or what you could do is you could do what every you know pc enthusiast does and go and buy all the parts from reputable manufacturers who you know do that already 
and just stick it in the case. <laughs> but they're Sony. Are they a reputable manufacturer? <laughs> yeah. Yes, they are. They have quite a reputation. Mm. You know what isn't a reputable manufacturer? Apple. Samsung. What? Okay, so you know how Samsung had this big thing about their stuff is exploding? Oh, yeah. okay, ago? yes. Okay, so um, I've seen a couple tablets come through, right, which have exploded. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, the the micro USB cable, the port yeah. and plug. Yeah, I came had one come back which had been on fire. <laughs> um, and then the same group of people they they dropped that off, left, came back with another of the same model of tablets like yeah this one's not holding this one won't charge um oh. and the we called up the sales rep and he's like yeah it's it's a thing he's like is it covered under warranty yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i think samsung's gonna come out at some point it's like yeah by the way our tablets are catching on fire <laughs> makes me glad i didn't buy a uh, samsung tablet now <laughs> hey i went with microsoft instead i got a lenovo it doesn't catch on fire yet (laughs) (laughs) when it dies in 10 years it might then again they might be able to open themselves up to um another market like market themselves to like the middle east or something like that (laughs) with you know like look you can put so many of them in vests oh my god (laughs) (laughs) my god and with that bombshell, we're going to go to that a music break. That is a poor choice of words. <laughs> yep. Uh, this has been the Unix Radio Show on Tune FM 106.9, and we will be back. Uh, you're listening to Tune FM.
Welcome back to the Unex Radio Show on Tune FM 106.9. And I don't know what to talk about now. It's just um, like we get to like the last 20 minutes and we just look at each other and go, now what? Oh. Uh, <laughs> talk about currency again? <laughs> well, um, I got to the end of Satisfactory. Like, I'm still doing some things. There's an end? Well, you see, the thing is, it's in early access, so it's not uh, complete yet. But I've done all the research, and um, there's only a couple of things that I'm working on. So I could be totally finished in, like, a day and have everything producing at 100%, which is, you hmm. know, oh. the goal. And then you're just like, oh, I finished. It's like you get that after game, like, now what do I do with my life? Huh. Well, I'm so close to that, but um, one of my friends today was like, hey, my internet's kind of working. And I was like, sure, do you want to play Satisfactory? He's like, sure. So we started a new game, oh, co-op. Nice. So the thing is, is that Michael's got a, free, a game with this friend, mm. and that's for them too. And then the three of us have a game, mm. and now me and him have a game. <laughs> <laughs> Getting left out. Uh-huh. Well, then again, I've, you know, I've got that Discord where we all stomp around in Max, so, yeah. you know. You, ha- you have uh, things to occupy yourself. I have massive guns that need to be shot at people, yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Mm, it's great. Um, so here's the thing. Um, Matt Geeler, a dancer, mm. threatened, threatened to sue Epic mm. for using his likeness with one of their emotes because Epic takes popular dances, turns them into emotes. Yeah. He threatened to sue them. So they sued him. <laughs> a preemptive suing. Yeah. Uh, basically, um, he sent them a cease and desist saying, hey, that's my thing. Please don't use that. Um, then they didn't manage to sort it out. So they um, um, filed suit seeking a preemptive ruling that they aren't infringing on his copyright or trademark. Mm. Which is amusing. Typically, the artist sues them. Yeah. To be fair, they have to actually... Um. Oh, what's it? Copyright it properly mm. for them to be able to sue. That's why a lot, like a lot of people, have done that to um, Epic, mm. and like none of them have been successful because none of them actually patented their dance moves. I, I question the fact that you can patent a dance mm. move, just like everything else, like music, like art, like games mm. you have to actually say hey this is mine by law and then if somebody steals With it you can go symbol. <laughs> yeah and if um somebody steals it you can go haha that's yeah. mine stop but you mm. have to actually go through the proper channels and so, say this is my work yeah so there's um there's also issues with it because the U.S. government is basically telling people, chill, we aren't taking copyright infringements on what, you know. Like someone um, seeking copyright infringement for the Carlton, which is a particular dance move, mm. described it in their own, like, you know, thing as a simple dance move. Yeah. And um, they threw it out because it's like, well, if it's not complicated, there's not really anything to copyright there. So, pfft. Get out yeah. of here. So they shot themselves in the foot. Yeah. So. Oof. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, 
I think it would be difficult to copyright dance moves because, you know, people can, you know, stumble upon that themselves and, you know, oh, look, I moved my body this way. Hey, look, oh, wait, he's copying the dance. No, he's not. <laughs> no, the thing is, is like if you're making money off of it, yeah. It's not if somebody does that dance because, you know, people imitate dance all the time. It's if somebody's trying to make money off that. Yeah. That's when it becomes... Grey. Yeah. <laughs> so. Which Fortnite definitely is. Yeah. They certainly make money, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Which is sad. <laughs> so, yeah. They... Yeah, pe- people have been trying to do this against Fortnite, like, for, like... Since it's been around. Yeah, pretty much. That's why they added the um, the creator codes and stuff like that. So you mm. could, you know, send money people's ways. Yeah. So, yeah. So here's a couple things, a couple Windows things. Mm. If you're on Windows 7, like many workplaces will be, uh, um, January 14th or 15th, I'm not sure which one, um, from then on you will get a full page... Um, a full window notification saying that support has been discontinued for this. You have to upgrade to Windows 10. Mm. Like, fairly regularly. Oh, really? So rip anyone, including myself, who spends most of their time working on a Windows 7 desktop at work. Jeez. Now, the other thing, if you are still using Windows 10 version 1809, which is the October 2018 update, um... They're going to run, do a force update to force you to update to the 1909 version, which is a November 2019 update. Okay. Um, My so question is, who hasn't updated their computer? Uh, there's a bunch of people that are, oh, Windows 10 is always terrible and I don't want to update because... Bleh. But yeah. if you turn off your computer, it updates. Not if it's connected to the internet. But then again, that won't affect this anyway. Uh, you can... Avoid turning off your computer because you can actually Alt F4 Windows. <laughs> okay. Thing. Windows has got some weird, um, um, like shortcuts. Shortcuts. How do you Alt F4 your computer? Um, <laughs> Just turn it off at the PowerPoint. Task Manager. <laughs> <laughs> Just end Windows. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, the, my no favorite my favorite one is um, a keyboard shortcut where you hold the right right control and hit scroll lock twice. Mm. Have a guess what that does. Um, right control, scroll lock twice. Um, it's going to do something completely random mm-hmm. and invert your whole computer. No, that's like control alt or something like that. I'm not sure. But this one does. Right control, double tap scroll lock, blue screens your computer. <laughs> it's the blue screen shortcut. Really? Yes. There's a blue you, screen shortcut. You have to edit the registry. Like you have to go and you know say yes to enable that um, that shortcut. shortcut. But there is a blue screen shortcut. Oh wow! Yes, what? that's the Alt F four button, isn't it? <laughs> Huzzah! <laughs> um. Basically, it's a system for testing the capabilities of remote, remote management and recovery tools. Because mm. you got to, you know, in order to recover it, you got to break it in the first place. Yeah. 
And instead of actually I breaking their, it, you know, their heart attack device. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna edit that registry thing on your computer. <laughs> oh God! And I'm gonna get a second wireless keyboard and plug it into your. <laughs> so you can't tell what I do it. <laughs> it's just that. Just great because a couple of the games she's been playing have been crashing recently. So it's like, oh no, it crashed. Oh no, it blue screened. <laughs> <laughs> That's just mean. I know. I should do that to my brother. <laughs> See, that would be acceptable. Well, there's a couple um, a couple things, and all you got to do is change one value, then you can hit com- right control, scroll up twice. Done. <laughs> Which is great. I could probably do it in front of him, and he would have no idea what I was doing. Yeah. I love the wiki how like, thing. The final. Right I love now. how the final thing of the wiki how thing is number six. Enjoy your blue screen. It's <laughs> like, ah, yes. Oh, good old wiki how. Hmm. Oh no, some. Pe- uh, I'm loving the comments to this article because one, this one person's like, oh, you know, what happens if you, you know, do it and you can't boot the PC again? And someone's saying, it sounds like the OS was doing a mail file, a major file transfer, or may I say, an update, <laughs> and you blue screen it in the middle of it. Oh. It's like, yeah, your files are corrupted. The only thing you can do is completely reinstall from the ground up. Oh. Yay! So people should uh, make sure that things aren't happening in the background when they do that type of stuff. I mean, you shouldn't be blue screening your computer anyway, but if you do so decide, you know, blue screen your computer for some reason. If you so desire. Yeah. Oh, yes. I feel like I could go on a lovely bit of blue today. <laughs> blue and white. Yes. I quite like it. I knew. <gasps> there, is there a... Um, Red, what is it? Red screen of death. No, not red screen of There's death. There's not a tiger screen of death, Nick. <laughs> no, I was going to say a wallpaper engine wallpaper that is the blue screen of death. Of course there is. Because <laughs> that would be mean to put on. Get rid of everything on the desktop. Put that on. Make mm. sure the taskbar's down. Somebody comes back and they're like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And it sits there. Uh, you know how it actually has, like, the little... um percentage loading thing mm. you actually make it so that goes up really slowly and when it gets to 100 it resets to zero <laughs> no when it goes up again it makes it look like there's been a second blue screen <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. uh, oh. have I told you that I got genuinely confused to my brother who's really good at breaking tech stuff because he blue screened a Mac yeah that shouldn't be too hard would it well the thing was I was like wait I thought blue screens were a Windows thing because Mac does, like, something different when it crashes. Oh. I was like, wait, have you managed to crash it so hard that the- it's gone back to an underlying common BIOS? <laughs> <laughs> it's just gone back in time mm. to a simpler time. Back when Macs were actually, you know, don't want to say worth it. I don't know. Because I do reckon there was a stage where Max actually had something. Yeah, well, I finally really um, recently got into, like, the whole PC thing and knowing what PCs are. So that's before my time. That's way before my time. Mm. See, my sister reckoned that um, 
my sister's a lot older than I am. Mm-hmm. But she reckoned that, you know, Mac was good because it never got any viruses. <sighs> it's well. A, it's a computer. It can get a virus from anything. Dodgy websites. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> matter if it's a Mac or a PC. I love that. But see, in their, in their advertising, they say that a Mac is completely immune to PC viruses, which is technically true. Because it's not a PC. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Mac. Ah, it's, it's completely vulner- invulnerable to PC viruses. It is completely vulnerable to Mac <laughs> viruses. Oh, no. Ugh. Yeah, it's just misguided information, hey. Yeah, well, it's just you've got to use the correct term. Mm. And I feel it's like... It's called marketing. Yeah, it's called marketing. Mm. I, I have to say, you know, I've got a friend who's doing marketing degree mm. and it sounds really interesting but at the same time really kind of twisted yeah it's like right this is how you manipulate people into buying your stuff like um um i was listening to this documentary about a guy who was the ronald mcdonald yeah like the actual like character ronald mcdonald which is apparently an incredibly like difficult role yeah because you know in the u.s he'll go to events and stuff like that and he'll be the ronald mcdonald um but they always like the executives always would you know tell him you know whatever you do you cannot actually tell the kids to eat mcdonald's Mm. what you have to do is insinuate that mcdonald's equals fun so the kids want to have fun so they'll go to mcdonald's hmm because I assume there'd be lawsuits coming if he was telling people to eat McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, he was encouraging children to eat McDonald's, and it's actually just cancer in a bun. <laughs> it's like, well, he wasn't telling them to, so it's fine. <laughs> he wasn't implicitly stating, hey, come to McDonald's and eat our food. Mm. But the, it was I really weird. I wonder how much of, you know, a marketing or advertising degree is just psychology. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably so like, much you know, it. 90% psychology. So much of it. Probably, hey. Mm. Or if some of the other things was that Ronald McDonald has an office mm. at their HQ. He also has a secretary. <laughs> Apparently, the secretary doesn't do anything. It's like the weirdest qualification to see on your thing. It's like, oh, yeah, I was Ronald McDonald's secretary for five years. Like, what? <laughs> I get paid to do nothing. <laughs> yeah. They give me free Maccas, even though the, um, the like admin staff don't touch the stuff. Yeah. Uh, now I want a Sunday. Ha, <laughs> Well, we're nearly finished here, so mm. if you wanted, we could wrap up. Cheeky Sunday run, yes. <laughs> yes. Don't tempt me. <laughs> I got one yesterday. Oof. Get one today as well. No, da, I'm too da, fat. Da, da, da. Go get a Sunday. You're not fat. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> anyway, I think that's going to do us for tonight. So this has been the Unix Radio Show on Tune FM 106.9, and we'll be back next week. Will we? We'll, yes, we will be back. Oh, wait. It's no. a couple of days before Christmas. Will we? I don't know. It's we- the Monday before Christmas Eve. We can do a special. <laughs> Let's do a Christmas special. We might be back on Monday. Uh, we'll, we'll talk we a bit. do Christmas carols. <laughs> oh, no. Metal Christmas carols. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's us. Night, guys. Bye. Bye.